Big up Pontoonians and welcome to our take two of our first podcast episode. Why are you laughing? <laughs> I don't need to know that. Why not? I did say this already. but yeah. Honesty is key. Yeah, the first episode was really bad. Like, really bad. I know, it's just, just all the horrendous stuff he was saying. Bloody hell. Awful. You. <laughs> you. Wow, okay. In the thin out here. We are you? starting with betrayal. Out of thin air. Straight yeah. away. Out of thin air. <laughs> Jay Thin. Okay, so yeah, here we are starting again because first uh, take was really bad. So my name's Dario. My name is Bill. And I'm Josh. And we are Pontoonergy. We are here to entertain you when the skies of London are grey as, as they always are. Uh, yeah, a um, little bit about us. I work in hospitality. Wow. I'm nearly 30 and I'm bald. Yeah, I work in hospitality. I'm nearly thirty, and I'm not bald. So I did work in hospitality, but I'm currently unemployed, and I wear glasses. Um, what three things would you take on a desert island oh, if God. you were stranded? I haven't thought about that yet. Uh, three things on a desert island. All right. Can't say a boat. I'd take some uh, prescription sunglasses. Being blind. <laughs> the best I could think of. You put me on the Is spot. That it? Yeah. Um, I would take a knife, and I would take. I don't know. I'll take a hammock. Oh, hammock. Mm. I would take Swiss Army knife, endless supply of rum, and some wet shoes. Wet shoes, please explain. Just... Like, you're going to have horrendous feet, man. You're going to get, like, trench for that, that. Yeah, but if I don't take the wet shoes, I'm just going to get cut up by the rocks and sea urchins. Oh, fuck that. But do you not want some rubber bands? I'm sure you can fashion stuff. She's not wrong. Yeah, I could, but it's better just to take them. What else would you take? What else do you need? You need something to float because you cannot, you know, swim. I'll learn. <laughs> I mean, I'm on a desert island. I'll have to learn at some point. I don't think you will. Once you killed all the land animals, what's he going to do? <laughs> I'd have a little farm. Ooh, what would you take then? Oh, God. I'd probably... I don't know. I'd probably take the world's biggest book just for something to amuse me, you know. I what can, is the world's I'm a very, book? I don't know. It's the, I don't know the Bible. I don't know. It's something to read because I'm a slow reader and I can just start from the beginning when I'm done. Uh, I'll probably take, yeah, endless supply of beer and... Oh, God. Maybe an iron to iron your fucking shirt. Oh, for God's sake. Yeah, going that. that would be no, great. I don't know. Then what's he going to use as an ironing board, knowing him? My knees. <laughs> or my legs, generally. I don't know. FHM magazine. Why not? That'll amuse me. Man, it's gone old school. FHM magazine. Fucking hell. Oh, God. Just one? One what? He's got the world's biggest book, a magazine. Yeah. And then yeah, that's a... too much reading, man. And then the supply of beer. That's all I need. A football. I'll amuse everyone for like. Yeah. You'll probably lose that. Yeah. Absolute span of. I'll go like Castaway with it. Well, son. <laughs> what would you name your football? Oh God. Thin. <laughs> thin and thin. Bully Ballerson or something. Bully Ballerson. Is that place still open? I have no idea what you're on about. Bully Ballerson. Oh yeah, that's that big. Uh, it's it's that... like an adults' kids party. Right? Yeah. Like, oh, wow. Yeah. You would like yeah. the cocktails there. They are covered in sugar. Oh. Like horrendously oh. sweet. Oh. You remember those um, those strips where it was like blue and pink and they're like oh, really. The oh my god! Yeah. Half the drinks were garnished with that. <laughs> what a place that was. Oh wow. Okay, so we're going to be talking about COVID, its changes, the culture that's come about from it, and how it's affected you and how it's affected us, mainly us, because you're listening, so not about you. I take that bit back. Um, so yeah, why are you facepalming? <laughs> <laughs> Just so... 
<laughs> you corrected yourself halfway through. I realised as I said it, I was you like, having conversations fuck. with yourself in the corner. Well, because you two are dead for conversation, so I here know, I am no. talking to myself. Mm, yeah. We'll set up the topics and we'll converse. Oh, I set up the topics. You're I tried the desert Jeremy island Clarkson thing. Of this operation. Gave you a head time. I gave you a warning. Still couldn't come up with anything. You've come without ironing your shirt. Oh, only my sleeves. What's the point, man? <laughs> I'm never working for you, man. Working for you, yeah, really, yeah. So what are the biggest changes that you've noticed within your own life over the last year? Um, over the last year? Well, I mean, you know, you've got to include the change yeah. and what it was like before. What it was like before, like before. Um, busier than now, I'd say. Yeah. Um, I learned how to sort of, you know, manage time a bit better because I've had a lot of time to manage. Um, but on top of it, I have learned about there's a lot out there and there's a lot more things to do because before I was just working, going home, working, going home. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Well, that's the hospitality culture, isn't it? You work, you drink, you work, you drink, you sleep at some point, and then you just keep doing it all over again. Yeah. Maybe I don't drink as much, but yeah. Well, maybe you should consider it. Yeah. Oh, well, you're surrounded by two heavy drinkers right here. I think you're... Uh... Who's the second? This guy well, has a... Of us. What? This... Well, he has a beer with his Cheerios every morning. This is true. He has beer in the Cheerios. Cheerios in yeah. the Cheerios. What beer would you have with your Cheerios? I'm Ooh. curious now. Mm, something light. I'm thinking like a nice grapefruit IPA. Oh, grapefruit God. IPA. Ooh, Clockwork Tangerine. Oh, like nice. That, that fancy brew dog IPA. Yeah, that is a good call. Ooh, love me a citrus. <laughs> all right, all right. I think you know. I'm thinking now, you know, I'd probably go for like a like Cocoa Pops, <laughs> Nesquik. With what? But, but then I'd go for like a heavier, maybe a malt? I guess so. Or something like a, yeah. A stout maybe, a stout, a yeah. Chocolate, chocolate heavy one. Yeah. But not the Guinness, I feel that'd be too heavy. Nah, it's a bit of a strange topic. You get those sort of porters that are like, yeah, chocolate and coffee kind of. Mm. Yeah. That's true. But then what if you have something like Weetabix? <laughs> what would you absorb? What would absorb the Weetabix? Oh my god. And then with Weetabix, obviously you've got to have some form of fruit garnish. Really? What, you just have plain Weetabix? No, eat it, eat it dry, yeah. I haven't eaten Weetabix in forever, I can't remember. No, me time. neither, but you always have strawberries or bananas or, you know, berries and yoghurt. I don't think Josh has had such things in his... Yeah, what Diet. the hell's a berry? I was going to say... it's a flavour of sweet, then... <laughs> this is coming from the guy that had a handful of grated cheese for breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised you had grated cheese yeah, in I didn't have time to cook anything, man. Grated cheese. Was it... to be here. Well, did you have to grate it yourself, or was it one of those oh, pre-grated no, pre bags? bags. I can't be bothered with Funneling cheese in his mouth. I'll cheese. just be sitting here with a loose brick of cheese. Just and you just had it. a cup of milk with a tad of coffee. Yeah. So that's a lot of dairy. And all of those sweets. Majority. I had a lot of them. We're worried for you, you know. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. We're worried for you. Yeah. So yeah, um, back to what we were talking about. You were talking about how you were managing your time, how you felt like it improved. Managing my time. Well, to begin with, in lockdown was a bit. Um, how would I say? It? it was just a bit, a bit new, wasn't it? Yeah. Not just for me, but for everyone, it was more of. You sort of woke up and realised, what the hell is going on? Yeah. And then it consisted of just tidying little things up. Everyone is it was excited at first, weren't they? Yeah, it's true. From everything, I a was. Bit of time off. Um. So you kind of, kind of like everyone was kind of like a bit more motivated to do extra things, have some rest, but then afterwards it just got completely boring, didn't it? Yeah, everything running out was, of things. Yeah, to yeah do. running out of things. Yeah. To do. Everything just got to be. You wake up. All right, what am I going to do today? Oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I started off exercising and you know the usual stuff that you get excited about, but then afterwards it just got. 
to the point where it's like, I can't be bothered anymore. Yeah, it just Lazy got repetitive. About, repetitive, mundane, tedious, and so on. Um, but then, obviously, as the lockdown started to ease up, you know, looking for jobs and keeping myself busy, you could go out and do more, see friends, see other people, you you know, you're able to mm. kill your time a bit better. You sort of appreciate things as well when you sort of get back to it. You yeah, sort of, course, of course. yeah, you know, or going into lockdown, obviously, you started to not be able to do your day-to-day things. It's very frustrating. So I guess going out to see mates and stuff, you know, I was very excited to just go see my mates, even to go sit in the park or something like that, you know, feel good seeing them. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I was, you know, like we said earlier, just working and drinking and whatever. It's just, you know, you have to adapt to a new way of life, I guess. Yeah, well, especially with hospitality, we found, you know, yeah, you're working so much, you're always on your feet, and suddenly you've got nothing to do. And yeah. You know, you're just sitting there watching Netflix all day. Yeah. You feel so restless all the time. There's only so much a man can deep clean in his own flat, reorganise, <laughs> yeah. and, you know, all these things. And then it, it brings you closer with people as well, though. Like, if you were, like, I didn't isolate with my family, but I've got some old colleagues of mine who isolated with their family, and they said, like, you know, him and his mother or father and like a few of their siblings they all just sit around and have a bottle of wine or two a night but what I'm saying is it you can look at the whole drinking thing but it, it does bring you closer with people especially if you lived with them whereas you wouldn't have lived with them before because they went back to stay with their parents for that safety yeah aspect of it all you know yeah well they're all in it together I guess so everyone comes into it in the same approach I guess yeah I stayed over yeah. two flatmates and we started that way we started having a bottle of wine a night between the three of us and then slowly we kind of just went out of it so you can say you're mm. almost like family with your flatmates now yes and no but like your two younger brothers I'm the youngest I feel like you're the most no, mature yeah, like well yeah. thank you for that but yeah, <laughs> retired before you're you know you're Mm, no but I am the youngest here so yeah um, but yeah obviously with that comes a lot of things you try and you know I tried hot pilates <laughs> yoga um, oh, cooking God. different things you wouldn't have tried cooking before because you never really had the time mm-hmm. well yeah exercise what did you cook Jay? I didn't cook that much we know Being, well no, I, like, <laughs> I did baking quite a bit it's oh not the come same. on Oh, come on, it's something to do. I made myself a banging cheesecake. Josh, you in the kitchen doesn't work well unless you're just, you know, you oh, can yeah, hear that I sound of a can of beer opening. Yeah. Well, no, I might have put mine in the kitchen. No, like... What did you bake? I made cheesecake, I made some banana muffins. <laughs> what else did I do? I tried to make millionaire shortbread, but with oh. every shot just out of condensed milk. It's like uh, another one of those, you know, tin goods and toilet paper, they just... Yeah, nowhere to be it's seen. It's true. At the very beginning, everyone was just panic buying everything. Oh, man, it really pissed me off. Yeah. And sanitizer prices went through the roof. Can you um, selling it on Amazon? Could you make us a cheesecake for the next recording? I might actually. What are we feeling though? What flavour? Yeah, you're, you're the baker. You, uh, you I, 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 us. I want fruity. I want fruity. Yeah, we like you health. Fruity. We like health. I didn't make a chocolate one. No, that's too much. I want a fruity cheesecake with oh. a beer pairing. A beer pairing? Yeah. Lemon, lemon. Give him a Foster's Rattler well, like and a lemon cheesecake. Foster's Rattler. <laughs> <laughs> and a lemon cheesecake. Oh, citrus yeah. galore. <laughs> you do love your citrus. Oh, man likes citrus. Man likes citrus. Man likes citrus. So, isolation. We covered, you know, what it was like. We went through it, but... What did you think other people, like you had your neighbours, right? Yeah. And then well, we had a lot of people in the flat who, even though they were isolated, they still couldn't actually do anything, if you know what I mean. Like at the end of the day, we could all, we went shopping once a week on Saturdays to go get stuff. Yeah. Did you do, you know, did you go shopping for other people or? Um, no, no, not really. Yeah, I found myself probably with the least to do, to be honest. My... Mum and my brother were key workers. Like one works in a warehouse and one worked for like a school or something. 
so they were obviously always out they'd probably do the shopping while they were out and stuff like that mm-hmm. so I found myself with absolutely nothing to do most of the time there wasn't really a routine like yeah. shopping or anything. it's the same with me my mum's an NHS key worker so she always went shopping and done the big shop when they had the NHS allotted times so she went so I think it's like Saturday mornings at like 9 till 10 they give an hour for elderly and NHS people or something she used to do it then but I buy little bits whenever I was cooking and all of that yeah I didn't really need to you know. Did you not think about cooking for your family after a hard day's work, you know? No, we all took turns in cooking, you know, we had like, I mean, I think mine was just largely fajitas and chilli con carne and oh, things, yeah, you know, yeah. Fajitas? Stuff. Fajitas, yeah. I thought you said fajitas. Fajitas. Josh is, you know, the master of old El Paso. <laughs> oh man, El Paso is great. Man like Paso. Man like Paso. Mexican bastard. <laughs> oh no. God, this is like Top Gear, isn't it? <laughs> we have to stop comparing ourselves to Top Gear. Well, we know you can't even drive. None of you can drive. No. That's a beauty well, that of it. I could be the Richard Hammond then, isn't it? Because he obviously oh, can't yeah. crash it into everything. Okay, so do you know anyone that actually had it, though? Had what, COVID? Yeah. I mean, what um, else would you... I mean, we're talking <laughs> about COVID. Had what? Um, no, I don't. <laughs> I I think we had one person who did have it, and also I think he passed away unfortunately because he was diabetic. So I guess it just affected him really badly. Um, but otherwise, no. Like surprisingly, it wasn't a big thing down in Surrey. Like everyone took it really seriously. So just well, not yeah. a lot of cases really. Yeah, in London, obviously, it was a bit different everyone was still out yeah you know boris said don't go out on the public transport or whatever next day you see these videos where everyone's just packed out on the trains that was when he said that people could start going back to work though that's a weird one though i feel like the trains were only packed because they were less frequent oh yeah i was gonna yeah so you know these people are gonna have to get to work somehow can't you know i guess that's the downside of you should either just keep it running or cut it off completely yeah yeah but if you cut it off completely, no one's going to be able to work, and then, you yeah, know... Something else is going to get affected. Right? Yeah, the economy, GDP, everything's just going to fall and drop. Yeah. You can't really win, but, you know, I think he handled it a bit too late. Oh, 100%. Yeah, of course. You know. He didn't take it seriously at all. He probably thought it was just some weird disease that only affects this part of the world, and... Yeah. That where we're English, we're fine. That is a mentality. Yeah. It does seem to be that. Yeah. We're English, we're different. Have a yeah. pint and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, what could go wrong if you've got a pint in your hand? A lot. From your Sunday. Which is the reason this is take two, I'll have you know. Oh, we're bring- Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, I thought I'd bring it up at some Okay. Point. No, the reason why this is take two is because first take was just dead awful. Dead awful. It was dead awful. Still at the teething stage, guys. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very painful teething stage, but uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Hopefully, with your help and feedback. Yeah, get a sick theme tune going. Get well, some guests. You're working on the theme tune. Yeah, yeah. Write the theme tune. How would it go? I don't know. You got any ideas? No. At all? None at all. I'll just steal one of my existing songs and just go pontinuity. <laughs> <laughs> Play piano now? I don't know, yeah, why not? Make it some really crappy radio jingle. That's what we need. Yeah. That's what I'll do then. Well, I'm glad we've got that sorted. Yeah. Jingle thin. Jingle thin. That just sounds <laughs> that really sounds worrying. Really... That sounds really worrying. Yeah. I mean, it, it's been, you know, like we're talking about people actually having it and spreading it, but no one's really properly trying to prevent it. Oh, no. Like, if, like look at the football situation, you know. You have people sat like five six seats away from each other or whatever at the stadiums like the players but then when they're all playing they're not yeah, isolated full contact and all yeah they're all still touching each other yeah but yeah. then like you can see that's nearly gone very badly you know you see all those scottish teams having to stop playing because some of their players have breached rules, rules and that you know like it's so easily spread mm. But it's only football that's been mainly crazily been affected. The other sports have all just like put a pause on everything. 
Certainly because football makes the most money, I think. Yeah, I don't think football makes the most money, but I think we were out of season in Formula 1 and that anyway, weren't we? I think because they have such a hectic schedule and they've got to stick stick by it because the new season's coming up. Mm. I think because obviously the league's decided to keep going themselves, they just, you know, decided to carry on eventually and they have to try and put as many safety measures in as possible. Yeah. I think certain leagues did uh, stop straight away and just announce whoever's at the top of the table at the time to be champions. No, French League did that. Like, I don't know, didn't the Dutch league just sort of stop it completely? No winners and no losers, no one going up or down. Yeah, just, sure. that's it. Yeah, something like that. That's real shitty. Do you support yeah. a Dutch team? You sound very passionate about this. That just seems like a weird thing to do. To <coughs> I don't know. What would you do? Would you have continued them all? Or would you I don't know. Everybody stop them want, all? Everyone would have wanted it to continue, but probably the French league was the most sensible way of doing things. Just what did they do? announce. You know, just stop it there, PSG won. Yeah. I don't know what they did about relegating teams. But, but what would you do if you had like a, uh, if you played a game less or a game in hand or whatever, would you have played those games out until everyone played the same amount of games? I'm not sure. Oh, that's half of the argument, isn't it? That's probably yeah. why everyone was pushing for it to continue, to at least make it fairer on those other teams, you know. It's different, like, I think the Premier League should have just announced Liverpool as champions. I mean, they're going to be anywhere. Because they, they were 25 points or something silly ahead mm. so it's like you, we all know they're going to win it but then it's as Josh said it's about the relegating teams and promoting teams from the league below you can't just keep them there for another year because if say was it Leeds United won the championship Leeds won it, yeah. they could just pick, pick you know kick up a fuss because they don't get relegated mm. if they kept the leagues as they were yeah, I think it was. They had a good season, and who was it in the Premier League? Norwich or Watford, no, whoever it was. They had a very bad season. Like they were last year. So Norwich, if, imagine if they were to stay in the Premier League another year. Because they earn money off this stuff, don't they? Yeah. There's a huge difference financially between the Championship and Premier League, yeah. But I think financially, should, yeah. I think they should have just cut the leagues, sorted it out. But it all depends with how the country should have handled it as well. Like we were saying earlier, like Boris handled it bit too yeah, yeah, late so. you know he should have come in very strong at the beginning and be like no one's allowed out you go out you know arrested yeah, or fined or yeah. something like they that should have set up fines or something so I, just, I think other countries are doing that and it seems to be working yeah but yeah I don't know it's just it's just terrible to me it seems a bit of a laid back approach but then I think they're sort of trying to rely or put their trust in the public to do what's sensible with but then what would you have done if it was you running how would you have done it true that's the thing he probably would have it depends what his advisors have said or whatever he goes by whoever's advice he goes by I know well he did turn up to those Cobra meetings and stuff did he so how's he supposed to know what to do I get that but then surely if you're just honest with everyone say this is the deal you can't do this. You've got to suck it up and deal with it just for the you know greater good. I'm sure people would understand that. Yeah, I'd, I would still would have done it. Everyone would have been pissed off, obviously, because it's England. People don't like being told what to do here. But, yeah, we've discovered that. But, you know, they've got to live with it. Yeah. You know, obviously very high in the death rate and the cases and stuff. And that's because we didn't take it seriously. But we were one of the best prepared like America, one of the best prepared as well. Mm. They had a whole, you Not know, didn't work. no, but Obama put a whole contingency plan in, you know, if we were to ever have a virus pandemic, what to do. And, you know, it wasn't followed up on. And, you know, it's still crazy out there. Yeah. And then on top of that, you've got the whole BLM. You've got the votes coming up soon. You've got a new hurricanes coming Hurricane Lawn or whatever it is coming up soon. Like it's supposed to be like devastating. Coming soon. Coming soon. Hurricane <laughs> near you. <laughs> Casting through houses near you. <laughs> we shouldn't joke about this. Probably not. Yeah, we'll see. But it's you know what would you have done if it was you? I do think it's yeah, I mean yeah, I know. It's difficult to make these sort of judgments because, I mean, it probably would have been sensible being like New Zealand who basically just got like one case and shut the place down. But yeah. then, like, who's to say that we would have got that many cases? Would it have, you know, obviously 
did get that many cases but that's hindsight for you so I mean I still would have yeah just shut the whole place down really because mm. I mean the amount of people who are travelling back and forth I mean I was in Germany in March and it was a bit of a weird time to be honest because that's when it started to hit Germany and it was yeah very surreal so. I just think that it obviously hit these European countries before us and it was very bad in certain places so I think why did they not just when it started getting bad there shut us down straight away instead of wait yeah, yeah. should have preempted it because yeah, well, it started getting those cases in Newcastle and York and well it's, it came yeah. through in York didn't it the yeah. first one was in York yeah and then it kind of just spread it spread south pretty much yeah I remember having cases in Newcross in the uh, you know the halls literally down the road from my house back in like February I didn't even know what to think of it it was just like oh right so this is actually a real thing that's actually happening now this is no one nothing feels any different I think that's what the government did they tried to downplay it as not that bad a thing just to avoid mass panic oh yeah I guess so that didn't really stop much did it no because otherwise you know imagine if well kind of going back on what I said when I said you know be honest because you know they downplayed and look at all the mass hysteria with you know buying everything and all of that yeah imagine how worse that could have been and loads of people losing their nerve about Ebola and that wasn't even a big deal in the yeah. end they kind of managed to control that there was two it. people in America and that was it no yeah they treated it like it was a nuclear holocaust yeah so they just went mental that's what they should have done yeah, they didn't do much to change I mean maybe that's what we need to do we're probably too blasé about it you know mm. yeah whatever it'll yeah. sort itself out well for the next pandemic you know at least we know what to do yeah yeah whether it's whether you know oh, what they would you do, do it or not it's whether they do it or not yeah. in the next pandemic but what would you do if there was another pandemic well they say there is another one isn't there well they say they've got another one, one coming starting. in the winter what, another, another lockdown potential happening in oh, winter depending on how the virus reacts yeah. yeah but then like that's yeah but I swear there's like a whole other thing there's like a new strand of something going on in Strain. China. Strain, no, why did you say China? It's always from China, isn't it? Yeah, but that's what they were saying. I don't know anything else about it. I'm just hoping that's fake news, obviously. But fake news. Fake news. Pizzagate, yeah. <laughs> but what would you have done differently if you were in lockdown, in isolation, in another pandemic, with a similar kind of volatility of COVID-19? I don't know. Cause what, a bigger picture or individually? Individually. Yeah. Um, I think I know how to handle it better mentally. Because yeah, yeah. you sort of know that you can, you know, survive by yourself mm. having not much to do. Yeah, it is a case of going into it knowing that this could take a while. You've got to be ready for the fact that it's going to be just absolutely nothing for months. Mm. I would like to do it yeah. with someone. Yeah, definitely the same. Friends or a partner. As you know, my parents work most of it shouldn't really see anyone yeah it was very strange with my parents as great as it was it was also a massive pain in the ass because obviously I hadn't lived with them for a while so it was you know there was an adjustment period and then we were fighting a lot because a lot of our ups and downs sort of coincided with each other so we'd have did you feel you were being babied oh yeah of course but then like I think that's just something I've got to get used to you know (coughs) I eat when I feel like it, I sit around, I make as much noise, I do whatever I feel like yeah. on my own. Obviously here, you know, I eat when everyone else does. I can't be noisy, I have to help out around the house, you know, it's... Adult stuff. Yeah. I mean, like, I do adult stuff, obviously, but I mm. do it whenever I feel like it in my own little world. So. I do adult stuff. I, I can do an adult, yeah. Grated cheese for breakfast. <sighs> yeah. You can't even iron your shirt. Oh, for fucking... Just, yeah, please. No, look, it's only the sleeves. What are you moaning for? I mean, sure, you've sure got a little bit of black here. Yeah, I mean, not too much brown. That's the iron. The iron just sort of caught the button underneath it and burns it a little bit. Just let him iron it. Just, just iron it. Oh, iron God, it. if he really wants to. If he gets his rocks off, he can fucking iron my well, shirt. Apparently, females don't, so yeah. <laughs> there you go. Would you bring a woman to uh, lockdown, Darren? Just to sit there and stare at from across the room. Uh, or would you call both your flatmates because you are, you know, so tight these days? Well, I mean, this is it. I mean, there's there's three of us in three rooms already. If we if I was to get another person in, either me and that person would have to share a room, or oh, no. 
one person would have to be on the sofa or we would take it in turns to sleep on the bed. Why can't you both sleep in the bed? But this is it. <laughs> it, it these are like the possible... You know, I wouldn't mind having a fourth person here, but they would definitely have to... What about if it's a partner or something? Jesus. You send it like it's random. It's <laughs> just a random no, I'm talking about a normal... I'm talking about, like, if it was a... Well, if it was a partner... If it was a partner... No, if it was a partner... No, if it was a partner... Sometimes you would need your space. You couldn't spend 24 hours with one person... Yeah, but that doesn't have to mean a partner. That's anyone, really. At least for me, I can't spend more than a partner. But this is is my point. If we already have three rooms full, and you've got a fourth person introduced to that, you would have to do, you know... It's a spare living room bed that we had before. Uh, It was back in the room, because, (laughs) you know, previous flatmate took the double bed out of his own room. You don't remember the setup here, do you? Josh didn't know us then. Wait, who would take a double bed out? Old school setup was gangster. Yeah, it was pretty good. Sofa... Sofa, bed, TV. TV. Yeah, you could literally just lie down. Liam put Liam squeezed a double bed in there, so you did, you couldn't even touch Bloody the walls. Hell, man! Yeah, how's he do because it? his mum loves him very much and bought him a nice, mad like king size bed or whatever it was, wasn't it? So stupid. I don't know why you're complaining. Your mum bought you a double bed as well just before you moved out. So if we did have a fourth person here, it would it would feel cramped, and I think that's the last thing you want to feel if you're in isolation and lockdown. I guess it, that's a diff- yeah, because it's obviously a big change to your living situation, because which affects your routines and affects how you act. I guess when you're in your own yeah. comfortable space. Yeah, I'm interested to see I would have how I would have handled it if I was still in my apartment. On your own. Yeah, um, I probably would have gone a bit more insane. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean. I definitely would have if I stayed in New Cross. I yeah, I probably would have drove myself no insane. But no one lives around here. You guys don't, so like I would have been. Pretty much stuck. Yeah, but then once it was pre-lockdown, you couldn't really go anywhere. That's when it probably would have, yeah, you know, killed me. Mm. What is, what's the most you can do? Well, this is it. Phone I mean, calls and video calls. Yeah, there are only so many new things you can try that actually engage you. Like you try a new thing, and then after a while, you just let it go or drop it because yeah. of whatever reason. You don't feel motivated to do it anymore. I think it would have been every day. Just go to the shop. It would have been just routine towards the end, mm-hmm. just to try and keep yourself, you know, motivated and sane. Mm. But yeah, no, for the next, next for the next, if there is ever to be another pandemic in my lifetime, I think I'd like to do it with a partner or friends or something. Just you know, yeah, keep you a bit more occupied. Mm. People you know, you could feel comfortable spending a lot of time with. Just anyone for me, I think would be. Just anyone, <laughs> any old just people you're comfortable with. Yeah, anyone, just just any anyone. kind of relationship, like situation, friends, family, partner, whatever, as long as I feel comfortable being around them for that. What about a yeah. Tinder date? Oh, no, that would go wrong very quickly. Do you think that, because you have heard of like all these new relationships that have started in this COVID lockdown? No. Really? No. You don't know a single one? I don't know any relationships that have started, but I know like a lot of new relationships have either gotten really strong or broken up because they've locked themselves in together. Yeah. After only going out for a month or whatever, you know. My flatmate had some friends around the other day. One of the guys he had he knew his girlfriend for one month and they moved in together. Oh my god. Just oh before god. lockdown. And they are he said it's made them stronger. Because they don't know each other. But this is it. You don't know each other and you learn each other's you know, bad habits really quickly and maybe it's easy to pull them out after you've not known each other that long. I don't know. I think you should give it a go. Absolutely not, no. Just oh, God, find no. any girl, go on. Any girl. Any girl, any, any, any old girl. Any girl. Disclaimer, we do respect women. However, no. Not just going to walk around and just find any old girl. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're just looking out for you. Hey, you, come. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly, that's what you sound like. <laughs> Me? Yeah. Josh sounds like a caveman. New cross nonce. Oh, that's a new one. Yeah. <laughs> Peck and Pecker, Depper Destroyer. Woolwich Womanizer. Oh, yeah. New cross nonce. <laughs> that one's so much worse. <laughs> you don't like that one, though? Well, I'm not a nonce for a start. You said earlier you might be on the register soon. Yeah, the fucking Jingles thing or whatever the hell it was. Yeah. Jingles. Tatty Bow Jangles. 
<laughs> jingle jangle thin. Jingle jangle. That's when you're feeling festive at Christmas. <laughs> Just tinsel in important places, and that's all I'm wearing. That is a sight, that's all right. That is, yeah. Uh, cover up your pink areolas with mistletoe. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now I put like bells on them or something. Sleigh bells. Don't make eye contact with me while you say that. Jesus Christ. Oh, right. Fucking hamburger tits, don't you? Yeah, hamburger tits. I don't look you in the eye when I'm (laughs) describing how I decorate them for Christmas. Hamburger tits. And I don't celebrate Christmas, so... Oh, because you're Catholic, yeah. Family Catholic, (laughs) I am not. Oh, whatever. I bet you still take the presents at that, won't you? I barely get any. It's normally just socks. Oh, that's why you don't celebrate it. It's, it's not like, oh, you can't find me, I quit kind of routine, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you can't find me, I quit. <laughs> no, I just don't see the point in it. Never been, never bothered by it. No, I don't think about it. But let's I'm save Christmas for another podcast. Yeah. You know, when we, you know, you when it's Christmas. In 15 years' time, when we finally get this one out, we'll start to talk about Christmas in the next one. You think so. you're going to survive another 15 years with your diet? Absolutely not. We'll make it a life goal. Release one podcast before you kick the bucket. (laughs) Just one, Josh. That's all we want. Just all we need. I think the main thing I would change would be the routine that I had. Go on, yeah. Like, you would get up at what time? Like 9.30? A bit later. Yeah? Yeah, about six hours later. Not that later. What? <laughs> I was getting up around 10. Oh, okay, so it's not... I didn't set an alarm for a No, yeah. No. I can't remember what an alarm sounds like. I'm dreading it, but I would definitely try and get up a bit later, maybe. 10, half 10. But I would... Because I feel like you get up, you would have, you know, coffee, fruit, you know, light breakfast, and then you go on to lunch. And then after lunch, like, what do you do? Like that afternoon is the most, it's probably the most dead part of the day because as it draws near towards dinner time, obviously you'll cook dinner, after dinner you'll just watch TV. So your whole day routine based around what meal you're having. Well, this is it because you would plan your meals out and then at least you will know how many hours you have within each meal and what to do. I didn't plan my meals out. No, I never really did. But that's my point. I would probably put more planning into that because like obviously you eat when you feel hungry. But if you actually structure the day a bit more, well, you'd find yourself, yeah. you'd be able to include more things and less things. And That's why that just goes into trying to keep yourself busy. I think that's incredibly important. Mm, like, you find yourself, if you have nothing to do, you're never hungry, you're never tired. You end up being basically nocturnal and you end up eating badly and snacking because you're not hungry enough for anything substantial. Yeah. And you find yourself just becoming a... Veg- well, vegetable, basically, you know. It's the closest to your five a day you're ever going to get. Yeah, calling myself a vegetable is basically all I've done. I think I would try and stick to more of a routine if it was to happen again. Because it, I did start to, but then it just got, I just turned into a bit of a vegetable, as Josh says, or a sloth. Yeah. I just end up getting up whenever, going to bed whenever, eating whenever. Yeah. Um, I think just keeping to a schedule, keeping yourself busy would be a yeah. bit more so, ideal. But I think this is it. If you had a fourth person, because there would be more of you, it would be easier to maintain that routine. Yeah, but you've always got... It's different. You, you've got things to do, but then you've obviously... You know, one of your flatmates are working, so he's, you know... Done for room, night. Yeah, he's room, in his room until, what, five, six? Yeah. So you've got other things to do, but for us, we were just locked in our rooms. But this is it. If we, so me and the other flatmate, you know, we weren't, you know, we didn't have anything to do. If we had another person to that dynamic, you would be able to potentially do more things. Yeah, of course, of course. Come up with ideas and stuff, yeah. Yeah. I mean, just kind of get yourself more involved in whatever they get up to, really. Then I think it's a case of, as people have been doing now, new hobbies... Yeah. online courses just reading up things just maybe learning a skill or you know getting into something new or prepare yourself to do something new for when life does go back to normal yeah you kind of want a running start for that I definitely feel yeah. like that would be important if we come out of this lockdown of this hypothetical 
But what would you prioritise more, learning a new skill or being financially stable? I mean, we can't really do much about being financially stable. Yeah, that depends on your situation. Mm. If if it were to happen again, you might have a job. You might have financial stability. So you might have, you know, you might not have to worry about that side of it. You can only worry on, or you can only think about learning a new skill or doing some courses. Yeah. I think it all depends on your situation. For people like me and you, Mm. didn't have jobs lucky enough well we don't have jobs now but lucky enough we were to get furloughed throughout the lockdown so yeah we didn't really have to worry too much about the financial financial situation didn't have to rush for any old shit job i think if i didn't have that furlough coming in i would have panicked a bit yeah i think it made me a bit more relaxed a bit more you know just have a break yeah i think this is you know i'm glad they did the furlough thing because otherwise they would have had to have put a pause on rent and utilities and stuff like this but otherwise how are people going to pay true well, a lot of places did do that i think i think italy put caps or something on yeah rent and utilities and things like that so i guess obviously they wouldn't want to do that so yeah it's a clever idea but at the same time you know there are still some landlords that actually put a pause on the rent and then different landlords would say we've put a pause on the rent but you have to make up three months rent within the rest of the yeah, you know, the year or money. whatever. They've got to worry about money, so it's understandable. Oh, I, I don't like landlords that much. Yeah. But, you know, if the government had said you can't charge, then they would have to be then compensated, you know, because of that knock-on effect. Yeah, and it's course, where course, do you prioritise and draw the line saying, OK, it's up to this point where... Well, it depends what their situation is. If, well, if their job the, is being a landlord, then... They know, put all the taxes back thing. until March, I think, instead of January now. Like you're self-employed and stuff. Yeah. You don't have to um, um, sort your taxes out. Normally, it's <coughs> I think it begins in April, and then you have until January to do it. I think now they've extended it until March. So that's a good thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's not a lot of consistent work for self-employed. You know. If self-employed people had to go and get employed jobs because there was no work coming in. Well, I suppose what my brother had to do. Yeah. You know, he's a drum teacher, and he used to be in like function bands and stuff obviously gigs don't exist anymore and people don't get married they don't have parties There's yeah no your brother's in the music industry he is in the music industry what is he doing in the music industry oh, it's me yeah. he is d-thin d-thin what's his fucking Drum name thin. what's his name <laughs> noah he's n-thin n-thin sounds weird n-thin He's, yeah, he's a drummer. He teaches, he does, you know, I feel like in that kind of level, he does quite a few things, you know, yeah, he does his function bands, he's in a, like a hardcore metal band as well that tours a lot, but obviously that's not his money maker, that's more for fun, but, yeah. you know, but, yeah, he obviously lost all the gigs and less people are teaching now, and if they are, obviously they're Zoom calls and you can't really charge. 30 quid an hour for yeah Zoom. this is it Zoom. so it's all a big you know drop and there's loads of people like that what's he planning yeah. on doing now then well, he works in a music shop warehouse at the moment um. yeah packing up boxes because obviously like this whole online delivery thing everyone go everyone's going mad yeah. for and it falls into the same thing that you were doing bill when you learned a new instrument you know everyone's buying all this stuff oh yeah and, yeah you know, made you, a stupid amount of money didn't they yeah but if you weren't doing Okay, so you're prepping for a new skill to land on once we come out of lockdown. Mm-hmm. Say it's not hospitality, what would you have done? Oh, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't Ooh. tell you. There's so many courses there not, out there. This is terrible podcast stuff. prepping. You yeah. couldn't Both tell me. Well, that's a podcast. No, but this it? is it. I couldn't, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't. Was there nothing else you wanted to do when you were a teenager or something? Kick a football. I think I'd man like Ian Wright becoming professional when he's like fucking 36 you know 21 but alright you're way off that's something he's basically old Ian Wright give him a pair of glasses it'll be Ian Wright (laughs) (laughs) I do not look like I do not look like Ian Wright he'd be shaving face I'm not shaving the beard off Darren Wright Darren Wright 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 (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think about courses to be fair I was genuinely like that I was like I'm getting furloughed this thing ain't going to be that bad mm. yeah we're going to go back to being serious now we just called you Darren Wright a thousand times I conclude it huh? include it 
Yeah, well, come on, that's our whole, whole point. Yeah. We include all the chatter. It's not just going to be us sitting there talking. You know? said it's terrible podcast planning. No, yeah, you not knowing what you would do is terrible podcast planning. Yeah, yeah, that's just, I think that's just terrible life planning, I think. Oh, that's yeah, that. terrible life Man planning. That's, know, yeah. Man's going to be working fucking Tesco checkouts. <laughs> yeah. No, but I didn't think of it. I really didn't think about what I would do you never if it was thought... to come to know because I, I think in my mind... It's like what Josh was saying earlier. Uh, earlier, I didn't think it would get that bad. I didn't think it would get this serious. Um, and I think when I was, you know, getting furlough, I did relax a bit. And I think that's where it went wrong. The first, however long, for the lockdown month yeah. or two, I was very relaxed. I was just taking each day, taking my time. It was only when lockdown was, you know, coming to the back end of it. That was when I started to look for jobs and realised I need to start looking into something new. Well, I think it'd be along the lines of like just some IT courses or something. Well, they're good to get into. Yeah, because I mean, like, there's always jobs, IT yeah, jobs, and yeah. different sectors, different departments. I mean, but I'd have to read up into it. You can get licenses for things. You know, yeah, of I course. don't know if real estate's going to be a big thing now, but yeah, let's see what happens. Yeah, but if you were to start with real estate, where in the country would you start? Oh God. Probably still London. This seems to be the only place that's acting like it doesn't exist. People, people are moving. I know people who are moving from flat to flat during the lockdowns. So. Yeah, oh, wow. same. Yeah, yeah. We know a few as well. Yeah. Moving flat during. Yeah. That's a bit hectic. I know. I don't know how the hell they got away with. I done mine just before proper lockdown kicked in, so I was alright. Yeah, but this is the thing. Like God bless Uber. <laughs> you know. God bless. Uber. But, those guys. You know. Yeah. Okay. Black cabbies really struck out but you know uber was there to help pick up the pieces obviously it doesn't you know you've had this big competition between the two cabbies and these ubers and bolts and whatever other companies are out there but ultimately it was uber that helped uh, move everyone around most of the time if you weren't driving in london well, did ubers mm. not stop no they, just continued no, the whole way still, through. they yeah. went through yeah you have to wear masks they have the sheet between the two seats and yeah that. it's uh a strange experience being in one but fair play to them they found a way around it yeah and they're making bank and probably out of takeaways alone as well man. they're what oh, yeah. making bank making money oh god <laughs> terms I guess making bank oh for god's sake you go to Surrey for three days and this is what happens that's not a Surrey term then where have you picked up bank from I've always said it no you haven't it's the... like J Bank over here or no never heard that <laughs> I've heard it, but just very. Ah, you know, I said it once, all right. <laughs> you said it once. Well, it's not. No, we have to nip that in the bud. Oh, I nip that in the bud, yeah. Back to nipples. <laughs> the hairy hamburger. Hairy hamburger. It just reminds me of that character from McDonald's. Ronald McDonald. No, the other one. You remember <laughs> the, the only one we know. No, <laughs> the you remember character. the little, the little burglar, the black and white fat one. Ah, oh, yeah, maybe. I think so. God, I can't remember any of that. That's the only one I remember. I think he was called the Hamburglar. Hamburglar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I know what you mean. <clears throat> okay, so now that we're coming out of lockdown, what do you think are going to be the main, your main priorities until the end of the year and leading into the next? For me, it's working and living situations. Yeah, for me, it's getting a job. Yeah, of course, yeah. getting a job is, you know, number one priority. Yeah, you're currently working, but, you know, I still would like to have a job in hospitality. Oh, God, good luck. Yeah. Well, this is it. Few and far between at the moment, and they're always going to go for people. I mean, I'm obviously, it's different for you. You're pretty high up in a pretty uh, swanky place, but, you know... They take these kind of things pretty seriously at the moment. All these people hiring, they want people who know what they're doing, they want people who run the game to sort of hit the ground running. This is it, because there's so many more people out there, they can be more selective of who they find and they've got a bit more time as well because most places, even though they're opening with this eat out to help out situation, still quite a few places aren't open yet and they've got a bit more time to actually just to that what is your working yeah. environment like Josh at the moment um, it's, uh, it's pretty chaotic at the moment it's almost seemed like um, 
Well, because it was a huge adjustment period because of the way things were changing and stuff like that, and obviously our approach to PPE and stuff, table service, everything, um, which we weren't before. Mm. We've heard before. Very rarely. Only like, you know, certain parts of the pub on weekends. Now it's everywhere all the time. Mm. But, you know, obviously being in Greenwich and some of the pubs still aren't open around there. Really? No, some places still aren't. Even this late on? Yeah, um, it seems certain places haven't quite opened yet. I mean, I couldn't tell you why. Maybe it's financial or maybe they just want to wait it out. But more because of that, and obviously the situation of my pub, we are always full. We're in a good... I feel like that's, uh, you know, obviously good for the pub, being very busy all the time, and it's good for us. We're getting our hours. We're, you know, I feel stable, and it's keeping me busy after a very quiet lockdown, so I'm not Mm. complaining too much in that sense. Yeah, I mean, I have nothing bad to say really about it. It's obviously a huge adjustment period from doing nothing for three months. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm happy with it. Did you manage to keep all your staff? Um, I think, well, I don't think we got rid of anyone, but it was more an issue of whether people who went back to their respective countries wanted to come back. Yeah, this is it. There's a lot of people that have travelled out of the UK to stay safe with their families in the lockdown. It's the same for them. They've got to prioritise financial situations. Exactly, situations. yeah. I mean, they're there's gonna... no work, there's no... Yeah, especially in hospitality, majority of the work workforce aren't from the UK. Well, in London. Yeah. In London, in yeah, course, it's true, yeah. A lot of people we know have been back, didn't they? Mm. Yeah, I think nobody's going to come back just to work, 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 and, you know, come back to a, you know, difficult situation when they're perfectly happy with their family and friends. Yeah. Better weather. Yeah. Oh yeah, everywhere's better at the moment. Yeah. Forever grey in London. Oh yeah. So yeah, please uh, send us through your funny COVID stories. You can always, uh, you know, drop us a sound where a voice message through Anchor and join us next week. Ciao. Bye. See ya. Bye.